0: people deluded i'm back again good morning and i hope you're all well and safe better yet while it's good morning quarter to six over here in the uk good morning good afternoon good evening and of course good night depending on who you are wherever you are whatever region in the world you're viewing this in or actually i know some of you might be seeing this in time but some of you like to watch it at different times so yeah man welcome back to another edition of the deluded podcast the dg podcast the really and truly podcast please make sure you're following me across apple spotify however you're using whatever you're using to listen to this can't imagine you don't know but the youtube is the bread and butter deluded guna 04, on every social media and, and all of them things there so make sure during the course of this you're making sure you're following the guy you're up to date with all the content and things as usual i'm really appreciative of the support you guys give me and have given me since i've started this so i appreciate you guys people now There isn't too much going on in the football world, so we might as well review what we have to. Now, let's skip, before we get into the Premier League, before we preview, actually, football to come, because it's Champions League week, you know, you've got... On Wednesday, the one I'm looking at, PSG, Manchester City. Today, I'll be doing a watch-along on YouTube. Make sure you're there. Real Madrid versus Chelsea. Obviously, Arsenal versus Villarreal in the Europa League, as well as Manchester United against Roma. I watched Roma's last game. I had it recorded on TV and, you know, they're going to need to fix up their form and fix it up quick if you go on them last night. It's... So it is what it is. Forgive me for yawning, people. It's early. I haven't even had a coffee. I can't even lie to you, lot. And after this. I'm heading straight to the gym. But we might as well jump straight into Tottenham Hotspur versus Manchester City. Manchester City versus Tottenham Hotspur. Pep Guardiola is a Premier League legend, or is in his own way is a is a legend in England, whether people like it or not. You know, I'm sure. Champions League is the one he wants, Premier League seems a formality, I won't go as far as to say the Cat Yarra is something they highly sought after, but I believe this is his fourth time in a row Pep Guardiola either way, some clubs, <coughs> Spurs, you know, can't do something like that, could only wish of it, so you know, business as usual where Manchester City are concerned, it's the first trophy in which could be their treble, you know, they could get the Premier League title if they win the next two games... Obviously the Champions League will deal with that um, Well they've got 180 minutes And we'll deal with that on Wednesday So that's the first bit, you know I don't even think Man City, by their own standards, were that amazing. Don't get it twisted. I think Mahrez should have definitely scored, but you know he looked decent. Kevin De Bruyne was on his usual stuff. You know they were. You know the centre halves. Laporte arguably should have been sent off, but he obviously popped up with the winner. I don't get Son um folding for me, bad boy in that game. Sterling bit hot and cold. He definitely should have scored early on in that game where Son played that silly back pass. Um. So credit to Man City, they won the title. I mean, they won the trophy and things like that. I can't praise City, but you just have to... Obviously, I'm an Arsenal fan. I'm never going to miss an opportunity too, but I think anyone will agree. When you looked at Spurs, yeah, I don't think them... I think the players lacked courage, maybe potentially Ryan Mason as well, because it's a cup final, anything can happen. You know, second half, they did huff and puff. Their second half was better than their first half, but I, you never got the vibe that Spurs players believed they could win, in my opinion, or... If we are to lose, we're going down fighting, and I and I think sometimes you've seen that actually with Spurs against City in the Premier League. So I don't know where it was gone. Um, you know, Harry Kane didn't have a shot, and the most exciting thing he did is actually dive or clever players they would call it on 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 TV to win a to win a foul off Ruben Diaz. You know, son, it was elite seeing him cry. I can't lie as an Arsenal fan, he was very wasteful. The midfielder understand it. He went with Hoiberg. He went with um, Hoiberg. Um, Mason, uh, Ryan Mason Well Ryan Mason Went with Sissoko um, I mean he went with He went with Hoiberg He went with Who else He brought on Sissoko That's what I said But he went with Hoiberg He went with It was a flat midfield He went, he went with Hoiberg in there He went with Winx in there And he went with Lo And I get it You know We can't outplay it. He lets overwork them I did feel as the game was going on and on a bit, and you needed to be a bit brave, I did feel Endon Bule was going to come on. I underst- Not that I wouldn't have started him. It's a cup final. You know, you can't really be surprised that your best player in terms of creating and stuff, he hasn't played. And for want of better excuses, because they have to take um, accountability, the front three was really anonymous. I thought Lucas Moore was unfortunate to be subbed. Um, do you get it? So I thought, all right, cool. You're going to start the game. You want a bit of discipline, Ryan Mason. I get it, innit? I get it. But as the game's going on, and when you need to take more of a risk, and even City are getting a bit more tired, I thought Ndumbile could give you something, and that's that's a sub that screams bravery. You know, Daly Ali, the substitution for Daly Ali screamed desperation, not through anything of Daly Ali. It's just because you know it just seemed like you're going for broke. Um, I don't know why he brought on Sissoko again. I might be being ignorant to that issue, but I don't know why he was brought on. I don't see how he's going to affect the game. I just feel they were lacking bravery and. You know, I genuinely feel... It's like Ryan Mason sat there and said, we're in a final, boys. I don't think we can win it. Let's just shut up shop. And to be fair, to only lose 1-0, we all thought it was going to be a drumming, really, and truly. And it could have been that first half... I don't know what, you know, Toby Alderweireld was saving them. You know, even Lloris made a couple saves. He did what he could. Toby did what he could. You know, other man didn't really do much. Um, Spurs were having trouble playing out from the back. They were giving it away quite wasteful. Shout out to Dyer as well, because one thing I cut cl- Dyer clocked early. Try and play one pass, it didn't bang. He's like, you know what, I'm just defending today. It's not one of them ones. Um, even Hojberg, if I was Regulon, I would have banged him in the in the, in the in the change rooms, you know, because the, I'm sure you all saw it when they broke clear. Hoiberg's delaying, 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 delaying to the point where you're thinking, you got to finish this. He plays one dead pass people to regulon He starts shouting at regulon Now, Regulon was poor, but he doesn't need to take it for that. Um, like I said, the most controversial moment, which is probably going to be lost, is maybe Laporte shouldn't have been on the pitch, really. There's a legitimate clue to that. But I just think when Ryan Mason looks back... And he looks back at this game. I think there's a lot of lessons. And I think I won't call him a coward or call Spurs cowardly as much as I want to. I just think they lacked bravery. You know, the players didn't believe they could win a game of football. I know. And you imagine a couple of you played in a couple finals for Spurs now and got the same result. You'd never imagine it was a now or never thing. You know, on a serious note, it was upsetting to see Son cry. But it was elite, though, from an Arsenal fan point of view. But it is where it is, man. Tottenham Hotspur's trophy drought continues Manchester City win the trophy, people. It is where it is. Now, if we quickly switch our mind back to the Premier League, as much as I'm laughing at Spurs, you know, the grass, grass is green, the sky is blue, Arsenal dropping cheat points due to individual mistakes and collectively not doing their job rings true because obviously, you know, we lost 1-0 to Everton, another team that's done the double over us, you know. I'd say, you know, while it's uh, we kicked off on Friday, you know, Arsenal's nil. Everton one, I'd say I'd say the result of the week is probably Burnley four Wolves nil. Obviously Leeds versus Man United was a dream seller. That was nil nil. Aston Villa West Bromwich Albion ended two two. Liverpool Newcastle one one. Don't think. And before I forget, you know, VAR, how is it is it Balbuena? Is he the one that was sent off of um, Valencia and um, for West Ham? I can't remember. But to see him sent off was a bit of a madness. But um, and Tammy Abraham missing tappings for Chelsea, but I'm sure, you know, they'll take three points where they can, you know, Chelsea 1, West Ham nil. Sheffield United playing for credibility, got a 1-0 victory against Brighton people, and obviously yesterday, if you didn't know already, you know, Leicester obviously won 2-1, you know, Wilfred Zaha got got Crystal Palace off to a great start, Imanese connecting, um, obviously... In terms of a comeback, you know, Timothy Cassange, who's been a very good signing for Leicester, as well as the man in form, Kelechi Iheanacho, bagged. Yet again, you know, it's, not, it's lovely to see Kelechi Iheanacho finally really show some of that promise that people are saying he's going to do at City. And only he'll be able to tell you the reason for this, but it's lovely to see, man, him keep scoring goals. Again, I'm sure there they might even be, I don't know why you would leave Leicester and who you'd go to in the Premier League, but there must be interest developing or people monitoring the situation. Um, so, yeah, I think Leicester were quite good in their comeback. They had a sloppy start, in my opinion. And like you saw with Zaha obviously bagging, but they did what they needed to do to turn the game around and obviously keep doing all they need to do, Brendan Rodgers, to get Champions League. I mean, to be in an FA Cup final, to be in the of Champions League, you know, I don't need to spell it out to you. That's a fantastic season. I'd bite your arm off as an Arsenal fan to, to, to have that. I can't even cap to you. So, like I said, Leicester 2, Crystal Palace 1. Wolves, nil. Burnley 4, first half hat trick from Chris Wood, you know, it was quite funny seeing Burnley winning 4-0 and still going to the corner flag to waste time, Burnley killed me, Sean Dyches' men killed me, but they what more can you say? you know, Wolves got savaged, battered, outclassed, outmatched, you know, Dwight McNeil running riot, you know, Chris Wood even managed to bag an assist if I can remember correctly, you know, I'm sure Sean Dice probably just cares about the clean sheet more, but 4-0, you don't, Burnley probably struggled to convert one, let alone that. And for Chris Wood, it's lovely. You all want to score hat-tricks as a striker. It's a Premier League hat-trick. Again... It must have been lovely seeing himself on match of the day, but he did he did the business. Like I said, Wolves just weren't at it. People, it's was a terrible day. Leeds versus Manchester United was a dream seller. I think, yet again, Luke Shaw had a half-decent game and he has had a good season in my opinion. But generally, the game flattered to deceive. Yeah, there were elements that looked like both teams could score, but they just cancelled each other out. And it weren't quite as exciting as the game at Old Trafford, but a point is a point. For Leeds, again, Leeds, Man United, well, Leeds against Man United, Liverpool, not to claim credibility, but Arsenal and City, it's another member of the bigger sides in the Premier League failing to take three points from Ellen Road. So again, it's a good platform for Leeds to build upon. And when you skip past that, like I said, Chelsea 1, um, West Ham nil. Um, I think Ben Chilwell played all right. I think that Chelsea all did play all right. I did think Chelsea were a bit sloppy by their own standards, and I don't. And I think West Ham were, were actually in the game for large periods. Don't think that's a red card. Obviously, it's nice to see Werner score as a new, from a neutral point of view. Obviously, it's nothing nice to see someone lacking confidence. Um, Shout out to Ben Chilwell for the assist. Don't think there was a red card, but it's business as usual. Chelsea's concerned. They get three points. West Ham drop it. Bit of blow for West Ham in their top four hopes. It is where it is. Now, Liverpool, I'm sure everybody was cheering on Newcastle. Liverpool won, Newcastle won. It was a weird one because you could describe this game as end-to-end. I, if, I thought, personally, even in the first half where it's just... Tiago just playing a million passes And really just one way To a degree one way traffic You could see Liverpool's high line And there was little What's the word? Little encouraging signs I would say from Newcastle In the rare times They kind of went forward In that first half You could see that Liverpool They might concede goals And it's, it's same old, same old in what we know with Liverpool. Can score goals, but don't score enough in that, and close games in the first half like they used to. You know, they're passing well, but again, they're not cutting up the team. And it's a good goal from Mo Salah, but Salah missing tappings, Firmino missing easy chances, Mane again, you know, you could, I'm sure Liverpool fans, I'm saying, I've said this, that same sentence, I'm sure they're probably thinking of games before this. Liverpool have been just not their own standards. You know, <clears throat> for um. Joe Willock obviously scored and gave Newcastle a point. They deserved it. Second half was quite open, was quite end to end, was a very, very enjoyable game. You know, Saint Maximin causing problems. It was lovely to see for for Yo, like he wanted no parts of a foot race with 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 Saint Maximin and absolutely took him out. You know, for large parts of the game, Liverpool were in control. As much as I feel Newcastle had encouraging signs, but in the Premier League, you don't kill off games. This is what happens and. It's another bit of heartache for Liverpool because they love conceding these late goals. And even when they were winning early on in the first half, you could see Jurgen Klopp animated and angry with these boys. So I don't think I don't know what more he could say to these lot. It's just a terrible season. He needs to, They just need to hold it. Again, he made a big point of earning the right to be in the Champions League and things. I wouldn't say they're earning the right there. I felt Newcastle, if they did lose the game, even on the basis of the goal, should have stood. They're quite unlucky. How Callum Wilson's been a, been, been disallowed is a joke. And again, these, com- these referees are paid to confuse because the referee, is it Peter Walton? He was speaking in BT, right, people? After the game, he was speaking on BT and he was like, next season, that goal still won't count. But if the exact same thing happens... And let's just say Saint-Maximin is running with with Wilson and rather than Wilson, Saint-Maximin puts it in the back of the net. It's a goal. So it wouldn't be a goal in that same exact scenario, if I remember correctly, forgive me if I'm wrong. But if somebody else is involved, it would be. You see how the Premier League don't care about the right decisions? Controversy sells and the Premier League like it. It's a talking point. I'm here on my podcast speaking about it. Um, I don't understand how Wilson's goal has been disallowed because if you really want to get technical, you could say there should be a penalty because Trent, and I've been a right-back, and I know what he's doing, he you know, he realises he's in trouble, it's it's not a shove, but he pushes Wilson, and that push causes him to go into Allison. the ball's just bounced off his head, what, what do you want man to do, just throw away their arm, like, well, come on, there needs to be a degree of common sense, nothing wrong with that goal, Wilson denied a, a, a big goal against Liverpool, a dramatic goal at the time for Newcastle, again, it doesn't necessarily mean Joel Willock would have scored, had this one scored, because I don't think the future is as easy as that. But if we just looked at it on a basic one, it should be 2-1. Uh, it should be 2-1 to Newcastle. Joel Willock loves Anfield and every game he comes on off the bench and scores, every game he starts and plays well. We keep asking the question, do you have a future at Arsenal? I think you do, but on the same hand, it's another game where this is Joel Willock, innit? When there's a lot of space, when it's end-to-end... He's got legs, he's got energy, he runs, that's him. You know, to come back to Arsenal, not that we play football, I need to see you with a bit more quality in the low end, but he's got a habit of scoring goals. He does like to score at Anfield and he's done it again, people. And obviously it's nice to see an Arsenal man doing that, but Liverpool, way before they talk about VAR and and this and that, they should have saw out the game, especially when they caught life with Wilson. You know, they should have killed the game in the first half. You know, when it was open in the second, you don't shoot, you don't score, you don't take your chances, you don't kill off teams. And this is what happens. Newcastle fought to the end. Great point for Newcastle. I'm sure Liverpool won't be saying such. Now, sadly, I'm an Arsenal fan, but unfortunately, we have to speak about Arsenal. I don't want to be that guy because I feel too many times as an Arsenal fan, as an Arsenal man and and to the Arsenal men and women out there, we're always focusing on VAR, I, but listen people, 100%, I'm not saying to shut up about it, because I don't know how Pepe is offside, you know, we're not getting, goals are being disallowed, we're not being given penalties, you know, Holgate's had a very controversial tackle in the game, much like Trent Alexander-Arnold last season, these things are not given. I don't know what's going on, but they're not giving and goals are not standing when they should have, you know, there's so many decisions, but at the same time, you know, v, you know, as much as I hate VAR, as much as VAR needs, I, I think VAR has a clear bias against Arsenal, very clearly, um, and all of these things. And some clubs will say the same. Not that you can remove the VAR moment because we've been disallowed a goal, and we didn't get a penalty. Um, in my opinion, where we should have is a soft one, but still. When you remove the VAR or contentious refereeing decisions, did we do everything to win this game? No, we didn't, because we didn't cut up Everton and take some chances. We struggled with our build-up play. We didn't offer nothing, and like Carlo says, it was a draw. We just managed to mess up, you know. Stupid individual mistake from Leno, and he's going to be the guy who sells the the back pages of of the papers. And it is his fault as to why three points have been dropped, but, you know... It's one thing I was say in Leno's defense not that I'm defending him because it was poor from him it's you know I can't even explain why how we've even got to that jack has been spanned how how you have to try really it's, it's not even it's whistling across the goal, how have you corralled that into your goal net and at 28 29 years of age it's concerning that Leno's doing that it's the latest mistake in Leno's career this season and Leno's really nose dived off the cliff this season I really want to see the back of him but and and like I said, you know, it's a te- it's another individual mistake. If it's not Leno this week, it's Jaka next week, it's vellerin this week, and it's not necessarily these names. I'm just throwing some out there, but you know, away from that, we didn't do enough to win. We didn't. We really didn't. We didn't offer nothing. It was quite a dull game, people. And it's it's like it's it's just it's just that it just feels like there's a passing moment at Arsenal. Like we're just begging for the league to be to be over with and things like that. It's just terrible. We can't we can't defend. We can't build out from the back. You know, Jacquel's being exposed at left back, not through his fault. Again, he's spanning. He has to ask himself why Richarlison's tw- twined him up that early. But for Arteta, he needs to understand his players, you know. I can't even remember if Xhaka played there, but Xhaka against Burnley, you know, you can at left back, you can get away with that because Burnley are going to sit Everton are not going to do that, they're going to try and test Xhaka 1v1, and for large parts he wasn't, but at one time he was, he's exposed, and you didn't help him, you didn't give him proper cover in front of him, you know, Marie had a decent game, but Marie also struggles with pace, so it's not like he can save Xhaka, so I have to, it's not really a criticism of the players, it's Arteta, do you understand these players, and for Arteta, it's more questions than answers, you know, you know our league our league table Something happens in your role League, then he might he has to face the music. But for me, I'm just focused on getting the owner out, man. The Spotify guy, if he wants to cop this club, come cop this club. And this spot, this podcast is actually on Spotify, so if you could sponsor it, we could all eat together. Hell, forget all of this. Give me a coaching job or a scouting job. We can make something happen. But like Carlo said, it was a new, it was a draw, and Arsenal managed to mess it up. And for me, it's another team who's done the double over us. I don't care for statistics because it's it's not nice reading. And for me, it continues the terrible home form. Like, I think one th- Arsenal actually saved people because f- forget the owner where he the, it would be the, the, the environment for obvious reasons would be a lot more. Oh, if you lot were playing like this with the home fans, I know the Emirates isn't the most noisiest noisiest of grounds, but it's a madness. And sometimes I think Arteta is quote-unquote deluded when he's speaking about the fans and things. like like, bro, if the fans were here and you're doing these things, they're not going to have it. Arsenal fans are not vocal, but you'll hear all of them for that. Less said about Arsenal, the better, man. Joke, man's team, really and truly. You know, I'm, I'm joined at the hip with Arsenal. It's the decision I've made. It is what it is in that regards, people. Unfortunately, this is the club I rock with, and embarrassment, man. You know, I, that's just what I feel. Shame now. When I watch, I feel embarrassed when I see the Everton performance. Embarrassed when I see the Fulham things. You know, it's just embarrassment. You know, it's just mad embarrassment. This club just embarrassing people and. One thing I give Leno is that I don't think he's had a decent defence since he's walked in. I do think if you fix up the team, you can get away with Leno. But I've said it once and I'll say it again, there'll come a time you need to look at Leno. And Leno, But I don't think you can, no matter how much Arsenal quote-unquote improve defensively, it's always going to be a glass ceiling, it's always going to be a ticking time bomb because how much can you improve with players that are not good defensively? You can't. At best, you can stop gap, you can you can hide hide deficiencies in games, you can do things like that. Beyond that, there's nothing else you can do. Real real talk people. What else can you do? It don't, it don't make sense. Like, when you've got Leno, when you've got several players without throughout the whole team, this is gonna be this has been happening and it's gonna been, been keep happening, people. So the less said about Arsenal, the better. Like I said, I don't really want to waste my breath. Um, I'm sure you all saw Aston Villa versus West Brom. Joe Willett scored another Arsenal loney won a penalty for West Brom. You know, it was a crazy game. It was a game of poor defensive actions. You know, Kyle Bartley is way too casual in what proved to be Keenan Davis' first Premier League goal in the equaliser. I'm so sure Semi Ajayi gave a penalty away. Um, obviously, Koza, Konza's had a terrible game as well, in my opinion. And, you know, you all saw the slip. It was dead. I think both teams probably deserve the deserved share of the spoils. You know, Martinez made some couple of saves. West Brom reacted very well to going a goal down. You know, two penalties very early on in the game. You know, for convincing penalty from El Ghazi. The same said for Pereira. Um, you know, it's technically a Mings own goal, which I think is harsh. But it is, where it is in that regards. Um, bit, a bit harsh on Mings. Um, but fair play. Um, yeah, it was a decent game to watch. It was, better. it was a better game in terms of the tempo and those sort of things than I thought I would have thought it was going to be a boring game. It's one of those that test my love for football. I'm only really watching this because of Maitland niles and the long progress report and things like that. Um, apart from that, it is it is. I'm sure both teams will be kicking themselves that they didn't walk away with anything. Um, I didn't watch the game, people. But as I said, um, Sheffield United won 1-0 against Brighton. Um, our guy David McGoldrick scored in the 19th minute. So, yeah, Sheffield are playing for pride. They haven't got too many wins on the board. That's why they're in this position. But any win will be any win. So, like I said, people, uh, Manchester City versus Spurs, Tottenham Hotspur in the EFL, Carabao Ka- 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 Cup Final, 1-1-0. In relation to the Premier League, Leicester 2, Crystal Palace 1, Fulham um, Wolves nil, Burnley 4 Leeds nil Manchester United nil it was a 2-2 draw in the West Brom Aston Villa game Midlands derby Black Country derby Liverpool 1 Newcastle 1 Chelsea 1 West Ham nil the same scoreline as I said Sheffield United beat Brighton by unfortunately Arsenal also on the receiving end on that scoreline as we lost 1-0 to Everton and like I said it's another team that's done the double over us people um So we'll have to see what that one there is saying, people. In terms of um, games to preview, people, we'll cover it again on Friday. But just so you remember, on Friday, you'll have Southampton versus Leicester. I say that so you lot can set your reminders so you don't get snaked for FPL, people. Um, Moving away from that, it's the Champions League, people. As you lot know, it's the Champions League and Europa League now. It's in the latter stages. And for me, when I look at the Champions League, it's mad. It's stupid because... It is not making sense, people, but for like, every team could win it, you know, Pep Guardiola, surely he recognises, I've never had a better chance of winning this title now, I need to go and do it, Pochettino, you know, it'd be lovely, it'd be kicking Spurs fans while they're down, if they don't win a trophy, Poch wins the Champions League in his first season there, it'd be lovely, obviously I'm a big fan of Neymar, um, and I'm back that, and I've actually got the pink PSG shirt, so, you know, we're repping the thing heavy, um, Obviously, I don't really care if City win or win it or not, but for me as an Arsenal fan, I know we're a long way away, but then it would be City with a champs, Chelsea with a champs, you know, Man United with a champs, all the other teams with champs. Where's Arsenal's? I don't care. We won it in 06. I want I won a corruption case put, put on that referee and, and Almunia, actually. And to be honest, I was watching Arsenal's off-topic. I was watching Arsenal's... I was watching Bear Arsenal Premier League highlights. And part of my language, bro, like... Almunia was mad shit, you know, like Bear he's just getting ripped out, doing dumb stuff consistently. He was wrong. Poor keeper, man. North London Derby done stupid stuff. Oh six stupid stuff. You know, Cristiano Ronaldo scored for like 40 yards in the champs. Fantastic strike from him. Only Almunia is letting that in. Arsenal, since we moved to the Emirates, have a fetish for mediocre keepers. I cannot even cap to you. But back to the Champions League. Real Madrid against Chelsea. Real Madrid, Zidane could get a next Champions League. You can't sleep on Real Madrid, man. We're saying they're finished. They're this, that and the other. Bro, you can't, you know, out of all the teams here, you know, they've walked the walk, people. You can't draw them out. You can't underestimate that. Real Madrid, Chelsea. I back Real. I, I back Real Madrid. Of course, I'm gonna back Real Madrid. People. The Hazard Derby. If he is fit, but I something tells me too, Thomas Tuchel, Chelsea might just twang something like over two legs. Something could happen. Like I just have a feeling Pulisic is scoring. I'm keen to see what happens in the tactical battle. I think that game's very even. Like I said, Real Madrid versus Chelsea. Shameless plug. But if you're interested, please make sure you head over to my YouTube channel this evening at 7.30. Obviously, I'll be doing a watch along for both Champions League games and the Europa League this week. So obviously, I'll be commentating and reacting in real time what happens in the Champions League. So make sure you grab a beer, grab a popcorn and you get your refreshments and all of those sort of things, and you take me in, people. And if you're not, you know, if you're just breaking fast, then you know uh, you know the best way to help break fast, along with prayer and food. It's a DG thing, you know. Ramadan Mubarak to all my Muslim viewers, them and supporters, them as well. Peace and love and strength to you lot. Um. So, yeah, Real Madrid versus Chelsea, PSG versus Man City. If I had to pick a final, you know, I'm going to say Real Madrid-PSG. That's just what I want to see because I don't want an English team to win it. It could be an all-English final. Who knows, people? It could be PSG versus Chelsea, City versus Chelsea, City-Madrid, Chelsea-PSG. It could be a mad thing, people. I'm going with Real Madrid-PSG because that's what I want to see. But it's going to be some exciting football, people. And obviously, the first leg in the Chelsea game is played at at Real Madrid's home pitch. Not the Bernabeu, but we will be at their place. PSG welcome Manchester City to the to their place now obviously I'm looking at the PSG I think the Chelsea game I think Thomas Tuchel will probably win the tactical battle just based on his 11 but I just think the dark arts the experience will, will, will could could play a part for Real Madrid when you've got Luca Modric Tony Kroos people that have Casemiro people that have walked the walk for PSG versus City I hope it's an open game because PSG can concede goals City can concede goals I can't lie I think I don't I want to see what Pep does because I'm pretty sure he concedes there's no way in hell he's keeping a clean sheet. No matter how great Laporte is, Stones has been this guy and that guy over two legs. is probably naive that could happen because I've said it now, but probably doesn't think he's going to he's going to keep a clean sheet against Di Maria, who people forget, Neymar and Mbappe, and them three need no introduction. I I just I think that high line of City. I do think they have mistakes in them, and I do think that's gonna be that's gonna that's gonna be examined over the last the next two days so it's going to be an interesting one to see people if we look at the Europa League now very quickly as you lot know it's Manchester United against Roma i back at Manchester United to get it over and done with obviously i hope Roma and Mikitarian not just being a former Arsenal man but being a former Man United man in a competition you won has something to say for Manchester United looks it looks like they're going to finish second you can end second with a European trophy. Say what you want about Oli Golososha. I've been very vocal on his credentials. I'm not saying it's something United should be proud of. And I'm not saying they shouldn't sack him. But in reality, can you really sack him? Again, we can have our opinion and he probably should, but you can't you can't belittle that, you know. He's had a goal he's you know, he's won a European trophy and qualified for Europe outright in the domestics you know you can't you can't say he scumbagged it like jose Mourinho and and and, and kind of painted over a season and obviously united do have problems they've drawn they struggled to score at times they've conceded cheap goals they've gone behind unnecessarily there's a hell of things but it is what it is listen based on what i saw in roma in the last it's it, it, um R game sorry people they're gonna struggle but i back roma hopefully you know, they're able to do something. We're away to Villarreal in our first leg, people. And again, we need to make that count. It's Emre versus Arteta, our It's our former manager in the competition that he has a fetish for and actually got us to the final. It's going to be an interesting one, people, to see what happens in that regards. I expect it to be an open game. I, I, I'm i pretty sure he knows us like an open book, so I'm keen to see what happens in that regards, people. Obviously, I'm going to back Arsenal. I actually think it'd be an All-English final, but knowing that, it'd probably be Villarreal, Man United. Now, Villarreal probably going to deal with us. I expect United to get old, get that one day over the line, folks, people, if I'm if I'm 100% honest with you guys. Um, away from that, and if we look at potential other news, folks, um, there, like I said, there isn't too much in relation to what's going on in the footballing world, if you just allow me to find... To find something, people here we here we go. I'm sure you've all seen. I, I previously said I think managers are going to start going on loan. I told you lot transfer fees for managers was a matter of time. And apparently, you know Julian de Guzman apparently will be the Bayern Munich manager as as he's come to an agreement with RB Leipzig to take over there next season. Apparently, the sticking point is actually his price tag, people, in relation to compensation or what I say is a transfer fee. There's some things that are being muted as 20, 30 million. That's a complete madness, you know, for a manager. Whether you agree with it or not, we're going to have to see people. For now, you know, Munich and Leipzig have to come to a deal after Nguzman came to personal terms with but by Munich. So we'll have to see what happens. We all know Julian Nguzman's a good manager. He's shown it at, at, at Hoffenheim. He's shown it at Leipzig. He can definitely show it at Bayern Munich. He's young, he's innovative. Again, there's plenty of reasons as to why... They want to take him, and I don't mind because the more they linked with him and they get him, the less you see the Man United, the Man City of Pet Leaves, the Tottenham Hotspur links for the young, talented manager. People Um, have to see. Um, Eric Bailley, people signed a new four year, three year deal. Apologies at Manchester United, people, um, with an option of another year until 2024 um, for you United fans. As you lot know, Lauren Balogun signed a new deal at Arsenal and apparently talks are going to start over Smith-Rowe, a new role for Smith-Rowe which needs to happen, a new deal for Smith-Rowe. Apparently the Premier League recorded no positive Covid tests for the first time this season which is obviously beneficial. Apparently UEFA have launched an investigation into Zlatan Ibrahimovic's alleged stake in a betting company. Apparently reports earlier this month suggested Ibrahimovic might have breached um, rules by owning a stake in Maltese Gambling brand bet hard um ibrahimovic hasn't 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 commented and uefa have obviously thrown the book in well initially thrown the book out and saying what could happen um he owns apparently a 10 percent stake in the swedish company um as you lot know uefa rule state players who have financial involvement in betting companies are not allowed to play in the competition but i bet you're allowed betting advisors Psst. And obviously, a betting sponsors for clubs. You know, you can see how there's a conflict of interest for both parties. Obviously, as well, people apparently, allegedly... Clubs that join breakaway competitions to be banned from Serie A. Apparently, Italian clubs that join breakaway competitions will be banned from participating in Serie A after the Italian Football Federation approved the new legislation. Obviously, that is obviously to deter the likes of Juventus, Inter Milan and AC Milan from attempting to leave and pull off that coup um, ever again in terms of joining the Super League. You know, if these clubs want to do it, they'll find a way to make it happen. But that's that in that regards people. Um in that regards, obviously there's there's Arsenal takeover bid talk as well from the Spotify guy. I've spoken about it already. Please check it out on YouTube. But I hope it happens. Um, you know, one everybody and their nan's being linked with it. Apart one minute, Flamini's joining the cause, and then Burkamp and Omri and Vieira and all these things. So we'll have to see exactly what happens in that regards. But it's interesting times, really <laughs> truly, to be an Arsenal fan if Daniel Ek really is trying to buy this football club. But it is well. it is, people, in that regard. Like I said, there isn't anything more to speak about really, really and truly from, from a football fan point of view. I've covered everything I felt there is to cover in this podcast. I hope you've enjoyed the 30-odd minutes. But for now, people, I'm going to have to love and leave you guys. Like I said, it's always a pleasure. Take care of yourselves. God bless. Please make sure you're following me on all my socials, Deludedguna 4 Um in fact, Twitch, the Ludiguna 187 Make sure you follow me on, on Twitch. Like I said, I'm on everything. You know, the clubhouses, the Twitters, the Instagrams, all of those things. Make sure you're following. YouTube is the bread and butter. The Ludiguna on YouTube, like I said... Um, Obviously, you're going to see this a bit later, but by that time, you should be aware, once again, it's watch-along business, every day I'm doing a watch-along, you know, Champions League today, Real Madrid versus Chelsea, 7.30pm UK time, adjust that clock to whatever time you're at, same time for PSG versus Man City the next day, and obviously Arsenal, I'll be live from 7pm because we'll kick off at, I I assume, 8pm against Villarreal, (laughs) On that topic, though, like I said, people, we've covered everything. I'll be back again on the on Friday for another edition of the Deluded Podcast. Where we'll review any talking points that arise. Obviously, the Europa League and Premier and, and Champions League action, and we'll turn our attentions to the weekend's Premier League action. So it's always support. I'm always appreciative appreciative of the support you give me. I really do um, love it. You know, without you, lot can't get anywhere. So yeah, thank you very much for tuning in, people. It's been a fantastic 30 odd minutes, but gonna have to love and leave you. People deluded. I'm out.